Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the AHA Moments Radio Show for the inspiration, education, and celebration of enlightened living worldwide with your host, Mariana Cooper, founder of AHA Moments International and ahamomentsworld.com. Tune in for the next hour and learn to trust your AHA Moments to lead the way to live a passionate and purposeful life. And now here's your host, Mari. Hello there, and welcome to the AHA Moments Radio Show for the inspiration, education, and celebration of enlightened living worldwide. I'm Mari. Happy Tuesday, and we are back full swing in our fall season. We have um, a nice show planned today with a topic that comes up a lot with my private clients and and, uh, my group coaching clients as well, and friends and family who call me for advice too. And that is uh, divine detours. I call them divine detours and side doors, meaning um, when we are working on manifesting various things in our lives and we think we're on the right path and we're getting all the signs and the symbols and then something seems to sort of blow up (laughs) and uh, an opportunity comes and it doesn't look like what we thought it would look like. It doesn't... um, you know, or we have some sort of delay and it seems like it's not going to come to fruition. What does all of that mean? And and could it potentially not be the demise of what we're trying to manifest, but actually a hidden accelerator for our manifesting success? So um, we wanted to give you today some nuances, some different things that you can look for and you can, some, I guess, additional tools for your toolkit um, so that you can appropriately and accurately evaluate what's actually going on in your process with your manifesting and your intuitive work. It is really important um, to be as fluent as you possibly can in the language of your intuition when you are working on manifesting projects because it's always a two-way conversation. And um, I notice a lot of people think, okay, I'm going to do this recipe that I learned from whoever, and step one is this, and step two is that, and step three is this, and then I just sit and I fold my hands and I wait for it all to happen. And um, Or I some, some people go the other direction and say, okay, I did that recipe, but I just better make sure it happens just in case that thing doesn't work, and then they go and undo everything because they start trying to physically influence and, and go after what it is they want. Um, so we're going to unravel all of that, and I'm going to talk today about divine detours and how they can actually work in your favor, um, some of the key hidden blocks that cause our delays and how to fix them, and then how you can maximize when these side doors happen and um, and how not to miss hidden opportunities because, you know, it's funny um, – there are many, when we have a desire for something, it's layered with additional opportunities for learning, for healing, for growth, for expansion, um, for ascension as we get more and more advanced in, in working energetically. And so uh, when you have a desire for something, believe me, it's loaded with a lot, a lot, especially if it's something that you really, 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 really want. Okay, so we're going to get into that in a couple of minutes. Just a couple of quick announcements um, I'm very excited we had quite a turnout for our um, advanced class, our personal alchemy class, and um, 
we are going to be resuming class tomorrow. We had our first class last week, and over the weekend, I, I sent out that first class as a listening link uh, to those who had taken our quiz. And um, we had several people sign up for the class after listening to class number one. So um, that ended last night. But if you happen to be listening to the show and you would like to um, join us tomorrow, then just send us an email at support at, at ahamomentsinc.com. We'll send you the first um, recording of the first class, and then uh, you can join in for the live class, uh, the, the final three live classes tomorrow. It's a four, four-week class. Um, really, really powerful uh, everybody's bringing two manifest projects that they're working on uh, to class and applying what were all those techniques that we're doing in class to those specific manifesting projects. And, uh, and of course, I'm channeling it. So there's lots of information that's coming in uh, brand new, which is always fun. So that's, uh, that's that, support at ahamomentsinc.com. And also, if you haven't taken our um, Frequency First quiz, be sure to do that. Um, I believe, I, you know what, you can go on our website at www.theahaway.com, theahaway.com, and take that uh, energetic frequency quiz. That will give you an assessment of how you're using your energy and, um, and some cool video tips as well. So um, I think that's it for now. Oh, one more announcement, and then we'll get right into our topic. If you... Uh, by the way, want to call in. The phone number to call in changed. So the new number to call in is 917-889-2626. That's 917-889-2626. Okay. So um, final announcement is that we are uh, now registering for our um, mastermind coaching program. And that is for the people who are ready to get beyond a quick little podcast and a little dabble here and a little dabble there and who want to take a deep dive in this work and um, join me for six weeks. Uh, it's six weeks of group coaching and three that and then also includes three private sessions with me one-on-one for 50 minutes each and, uh, and also access to our, it's our, our big retreat um, in 2018, our Summit by the Sea retreat here in La Jolla. So you get 25% off of that retreat as well. We already have people registering for that, people who come from last year who grabbed the spot quickly this year. because um, we can't, I keep the, the, this particular retreat small so that we can have our advanced folks, um, you know, kind of all on the same level. So um, if you would be interested in getting an application for um, the mastermind because it is an invitation application only program and I really kind of handpick the people that I feel would be best um, for learning the, the level of work but also for interacting with each other because that's that's a big piece of it um, especially when I go, come to the retreat etc so if you'd like you can send me an email and I'll send you the link for the page and the um, and the application so support at aha moments Inc.com, A-H-A moments with an S-I-N-C.com, and, uh, and we'll get you a, um, the page link and the application. All right, so I think that is it for the time being with announcements, and off we go into divine detours and side doors. Um, again, if you want to call in, 917-889-2626 to ask a question. Okay, so let's say you have a uh, 
a project that you're working on. You want to get a new house or you want to get a new car, a new job or a new relationship. And um, let's take relationship. A lot of people, you know, go into this whole, uh, you know, I have to have my soulmate, my twin flame, my kindred spirit, whatever that person you want to, whatever you want to call it. But they're looking for the one, that perfect person. And it goes down a couple of routes. First, they go down the personal development route, which is write a list of everything you want in a person and um, and start to, you know, take massive action on the online sites to meet this person and, you know, register for three or four different online sites and, you know, it's a number of games and make sure you go on five days a week and, you know, and all of that. And so there's so there's that approach, right? And then there's the approach of, you know, sometimes what people do is they take that first and then they say, okay, well, they hear about this energy stuff and this manifesting stuff and law of attraction and they make a vision board and they say, okay, well, you know, I have a picture of us, you know, of, of, of a guy and a girl on the beach and somebody with a, uh, an engagement ring and somebody on it, you know, did a dinner, candle at dinner or you know, doing, you know, kissing under an umbrella, all different, you know, all the different, you know, couple pictures you see on the internet and they make a vision board and then they start staring at it and then, you know, they do an affirmation, I'm in a relationship, I'm in a relationship, I'm in a relationship and they go back to the massive action part and they go into the I'm in a relationship part and they start spinning and spinning and then every person they meet, uh, they go through some sort of major, you know, analysis with their friends and tailspin, et cetera. And it becomes a very arduous process. And it's funny because what I've found is that um, as soon as people get uh, energy, you know, as soon as you sort of put something out in, with a frequency, right? So you're putting out, um, I want to be in this relationship. Uh, the first thing is you kind of set yourself up. When you say, I want to be in a relationship, you're actually saying to the universal energy, I'm not in a relationship already. So that means that I'm in a state of lack. And the emotion that goes around that lack is despondence, is despair, is loneliness, is sadness, is, you know, um, feeling agitated, anxious. Maybe you're on the timeline. You want to have a baby. You want to get married. You don't, you know, all that kind of thing. And so you now have an intention. Uh, I have a lack of something. And then you have an emotion. Anxiety, despair, despondence, freaking out, comparing, competing. I've had several people, and a few people say, I can't go to the beach in La Jolla. I'm like, why? Oh, because there's too many couples there. There's too many families there. There's too many couples there. And if I watch the couples and the families, um, I can't, uh, you know, I can't take it. So I don't want to be around them because I, since I don't have that, I don't want to see anybody else. So, and then they want to know, well, why am I meeting anybody? Why am I not meeting anyone? And it's because they're using the electromagnetic field. Remember, electrical is your intention, your thought. Magnetic is your emotion. And you're always operating in some sort of electromagnetic field. You're always creating these fields with your energy. It's kind of the, you know, what we call the energetic grid. And it's how it works. It works from electrical and magnetic. And you're putting out uh, an intention of lack. And then you're putting emotions of anxiety. And negative emotion around it. So what are you going to do? You're going to start to get proof that you are lacking a relationship. You're going to start to, the dates that you do get are going to kind of go south or it's going to be very awkward or 
uh, stressful or just the boring person or, you know, the person that you're not physically attracted to, et cetera, et cetera. So um, it's the first thing is a lot of times, so if something like that happens and then you still, then you're going back to the drawing board and you're saying, okay, I really want this relationship, I really want this relationship, you might all of a sudden hear about uh, a spiritual teacher or somebody who can teach you how to clean up your intention and your energy, right? So it's not necessarily happening on the dating site. It's taking you off onto a detour. A detour so that you can clean up your vibration enough, purify it, to get it on point with what it is you really desire. So it might take you to um, a class. It might put you uh, in touch with someone who's in an amazing relationship. It may say, you know, you might be invited to a wedding with a couple that is just absolutely divine, amazing. And you see, and you can feel the energy, you can feel the chemistry, and there's so much love in the room, and everybody's crying, and, you know, there's a beautiful wedding, and you get there, and you have, you know, you have a choice. You can look at it as, this is a horrifying experience because I don't have it too. And I've had so many people say that. Or you can look at it as, wow, it's a divine detour. I've been put in a place where I can witness that what I'm desiring does actually exist. That I, that that relationship can be exemplary. That, that it's not, it's not necessarily them, that that's attainable because you're literally witnessing it with your own two eyes. So, so it, you know, a lot of people would identify, you know, they're miserable, they don't have a relationship, and then they get invited to a wedding that they can't get out of. And, um, <laughs> you know, they have to go, and they see it as a horrifying thing. And, um, and, and whereas it's actually a divine detour, because it's, it's the ener- universal energy saying, hey, we cannot – to get that you have crisscrossing intention. Part of your intention is, I want this relationship so bad. The other side of the intention is, uh, it's impossible. <laughs> you know, this is like, and how horrifying is it that she has it and I don't? And it's even worse with sisters. And you see this with sisters a lot when the, when the younger sister gets married before the older sister, and all holy hell breaks loose because. The younger sister has gotten married and the older sister hasn't figured it out yet. So there's a spin, right? And it's a negative, I call them negative vortexes, where your energy is going counterclockwise. You Generally, when you're manifesting, you want your energy to kind of be spinning clockwise. And, um, and when you have negative emotions that are sort of cannibalizing your desire uh, on the electromagnetic field, your energy actually, if you were going to look at it in a you know, picture, you'd see it spinning counterclockwise. So when you're desiring something, you want to kind of move forward and, and, and your energy is sort of rotating in a clockwise fashion. It's, it's you're adding in. It's like you're folding and flavoring into a beautiful cake that you're baking, right, in this manifesting project. So like you said, when, you, when the guides know you have a huge intention, but they also know that you don't have all the tools you need to actually truly manifest that as you sit, as you stand right now, they will start to pull you through uh, what you would consider to be detours. You know, you might be all of a sudden, uh, you know, you have weight to lose and you want to start dating. And, yes, you know, people can accept you exactly the way you are if you accept you exactly the way you are. But if you don't 
And you say, oh, you know, when I lose 20 pounds, I'm going to start dating. Oh, when I lose 20 pounds, but I really want a relationship. And, you're, you know, somebody says, oh, but people should accept, the guy should accept you exactly where you are now. And you're like, yeah, yeah, I know, I know. By virtue, he should. But, you know, no, I really need to lose 20 pounds. You'll be amazed at how synchronistically you get pulled to a nutritionist or all of a sudden, um, you know, somebody invites you to go to a new gym or a new fitness center or, you know, you, you get inspired to take a dance class or take a yoga class because your energy is saying, okay, well, the first thing before she can get this, she's put this roadblock in her way of I have to be a certain size before I can open my heart to meeting the person of my dream. So that detour will take you out to a new gym, okay? Now, that's one way because there's something that's incongruent in your energy with what you want. So they have to fill in your blanks, right? They have to sort of pull you up to ground zero, pull you up. You're operating below zero because you're feeling like you're lacking something, and then they have to fill that in. You have to fill that in before you can be in alignment with what it is you're asking for. So that's, that's, you know, one way to detour. But then there's another. There's other ways. There's another reason why detours happen, and that is um, to keep you safe. Right, there's the and this this actually happened to me career wise. I remember many, 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 many years ago. Uh, I'll be really dating myself because it had to do with a, uh, I went on a job interview and I really didn't want this job, but it was a huge job for a major credit card company, and um, I knew my family would be really thrilled if I got it because I was like on the entrepreneur path, but you know I was kind of still in between that. Should I do corporate? Should I be an entrepreneur? And I went through all these interviews, and I was, like, nailing the interviews. And, um, it was going to be, like, this big vice president of this huge um, operation in, in Manhattan. And I went to the interview, and I, you know, like I said, I went through a bunch of them, a bunch of different levels, and I just slam dunk, slam dunk, slam dunk. So I finally said, go into the executive offices and meet with the, you know, executive vice president, blah, blah, blah. So I go and I get to this thing and I get to him and I'm in this, you know, big, beautiful office, windows all the way around, looking out at the, you know, at the Hudson. And uh, I flatlined. I literally couldn't remember what school I went to. I just couldn't remember. <laughs> I, could, I could barely answer the guy's questions. And he's like, how did you get this far in these interviews? And I'm like, I don't know. I mean, I literally like blanked out. I couldn't answer his questions. So, you know, ultimately he was polite. I left and my recruiter, um, I talked to my recruiter on the phone. He's like, what did you just do in that interview? You know, you didn't get, you didn't get the job. And I was like, oh, so glad. I was so relieved. I was like, oh, thank God I didn't get the job. I didn't get the job. I got on the subway and I got back on the train and I went home. And I was thrilled. Okay, you know, I tanked, you know, they didn't want me. Oh, I didn't get the job. My parents, my family, my recruiter, who was like counting on this enormous, you know, um, retainer. Uh, commission for getting me that job. Everybody was miserable. I was felt like, you know, this was a detour. It was a, this no was like this was a gift. But what was more of a gift than just me not having to do a job I didn't want to do is that that job was in Tower 2 of the World Trade Center on the 50-something floor. <laughs> it was it was no joke. Like I literally, four years later, it ceased to exist, and I would have been there, you know. So it was a detour out of harm's way, okay? So 
a lot of times I see people in my practice, and like I said, friends in particular. My practice, actually, my my girls listen to me. <laughs> so they, a lot of them don't do this. But my friends, another story, because everybody's on their own agenda, and they're not progressing, and, in a, in a, you know, uh, they're not take, taking this seriously on a day-to-day basis and really t- taking it, you know, on as a very, uh, you know, practice. So they happen to go up and down and up and down and up and down and up and down. And they get detoured, and then they start fighting the detour and saying, but I said this, and I want that, and, you know, they start fighting the detour. When you fight the detour, you can kind of splinter that into more detours. Right? It's not going to accelerate you to what, you, what you're hoping for. It's going to actually spin you backwards because your frequency is getting less and less and less aligned with where you want it to be. So that's, you know, that's one thing. Now, the other thing that is also very important in this topic as we're talking about, you know, hidden accelerators to success, the most important thing that accelerates your ability to get what you want is vibrational alignment to what it is. If you are in a spin-out in angst and you are keeping score and you're looking at your circumstances as dictating, you know, constantly evaluating circumstances, is it here yet, is it here yet, is it here yet? Every time you say, is it here yet, is it here yet, is it here yet, you're saying in your energy it's not here, which means you're affirming not here-ness, which means that you're going to continue to stay in that abyss of lack, right? It's going to keep missing. And so um, the big shift, to help you with this, the big shift that you really need to make a habit, and this does take practice. This is not a, oh, I just heard Mari on a radio show and now I'm perfect. Okay, this care and attention on a daily basis um, is to be able to start to focus more on how you are feeling than what you are seeing in your circumstances. When you focus on what you are seeing in your circumstances and you react, okay, and I've used this analogy on um, on the air before and in classes before. It's like looking in the mirror and you're seeing the reflection and your reaction to the reflection and you're trying to change the mirror itself as opposed to changing your face in the mirror so that the reflection changes, right? So your circumstances are really just reflection of your your internal process, just a reflection of your current frequency. Okay, so if you're a circuit, and they're, they lag behind, so you have a thought and frequency that you're carrying on day one, and then on day two, your circumstances are reading out what was happening four days ago in your frequency, okay, and they and, and so on. So so you don't really start to see evidence of what it is that you are most focused on for, you know, at least three days. If you're not doing this work often, or paying attention. It could be 100 days. It could be 60 to 100 days. You know, what you're experiencing now is what your dominant thoughts were 30 to 60 to 100 days ago, okay? Especially because a lot of people habitually habitually think negative and they're habitually in, like, high-octane stress all the time. And so they're constantly reacting and reacting and reacting and trying to cause and effect, cause and effect, cause and effect, just react, 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 react to circumstances. And they're letting their vibration kind of go all over the place. Like, you know, like herding kittens. The kid, one kitten is going this way and the kid is going that way and another kid is going up and one's down, one's flipping over. And that's how they, they're reacting. So, of course, by the end of the day, the end of the week, you're exhausted because you're just, like, reacting and trying to put fires that react, 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 react. And you say, why is this happening to me? Why is this happening to me? So then you're putting victim energy into your, um, into your field as well. And so it just creates this negative vortex tailspin, right? When you have all that going 
um, it is very hard to get you on any kind of, you know, straight line to manifesting success. And, and if you have all that going on and you're not addressing it, the universe is not going to go around all of that negative crazy and say, oh, I know she really wants this. So, you know, but she's really being negative crazy, you know, bit down on it's not going to happen for me. And then kind of coming back, it's not going to go around all of that and say, okay, let's give her what she wants because she's suffering so much. Suffering does not get reward in universal energy. Okay, so what, what gets the reward is when you say, okay, I'm done with the suffering no matter what, I'm, I'm going forward now. You know, I'm claiming. And you see this. You see people who are ill. You see people who, are, who have been through, you know, major financial devastation. It's, it's fascinating to see how people, when they hit absolute rock bottom, how they bounce back better than the people who are, on the, who are like halfway to rock bottom. Why is that? Because when people hit rock bottom, their frequency goes into complete alignment with, I've got, I, I can't go any lower. I'm going, for, I'm going up. And then every part of them is on the way up. Some people who are on their way down, they still have, you know, one safety net. Maybe they still have their house, you know, equity, or they, 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 you know, they maxed out some credit cards and they know they're on their way down and they just lost their job. They still have the house equity, but, you know, then maybe they can get a loan from their uncle and maybe a little inheritance. You know, they still have some safety nets and stuff, but they're on their way down financially. They, a lot of times, have a harder, the fall keeps falling. Because they're out of alignment. They're saying, well, am I going to fall or am I going to make it? Am I going to fall or am I going to make it? So then they have all this, this static, right? Back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. So they keep going down, 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 because they're not, in, they're not getting completely aligned with forward, right? And they're panicking and getting emotional. Their thoughts are panicking and doing worst-case scenarios. And what if this happens? And what if that happens? And Oh, that happened to so-and-so. And oh, remember when Eddie, he lost everything? Oh, oh yeah, and Barbara, she lost everything too. Oh, my God, that's exactly what it looked like. So they go through these worst-case scenarios in their head. Oh, let's plan for the worst but hope for the best. Well, let me tell you something. If you're planning for the worst, that means your intention is intending the worst. That's what your dominant frequency is, and that's going to slide you. Right, so when the people hit rock bottom, they have to declare the bankruptcy. Da, 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 da. Then there's no place to go but up. And all of a sudden, they get alignment. They get alignment. I'm getting up out of this. I am going forward. I had a friend who's an, a writer, prolific writer, phenomenal. One of the best guys you know. And um, he lost everything at one point. And um, he and his partner had to live out of his car for a while. And I remember meeting him. A bit, a little bit after that, peace had kind of ended for him. And he said, you know, I remember the day I just declared, I'm going to write my way up out of this. I'm just going to write my way up to, out of this. And they would, you know, sleep in the car at night and they'd go to Starbucks in the day. And he wrote and he wrote and he submitted things and he, you know, started getting, you know, published in various anthologies, short story, novellas, this night. He's an extraordinary writer. He writes, you know, eight hours a day. And he started getting published, you know, five, six, seven, ten times a week and all different types of things. And when I met him, which was, you know, several months after his declaration, he had just gotten approval to get a mortgage on a house. It was wasn't expensive, maybe thirty thousand dollars, whatever, but he had figured out how he's gonna be able to pay this thing off in, you know, two years or something. It's five years, you know, now it's like, you know, four or five years ago. And he not only did he own the house outright, but he's published, you know, 
over 4,000 works and, and only not in the two years over many years, but you know, he's really, really on his feet now. And, and that was because alignment when he hit rock bottom, right? So sometimes if you feel like you're going down, I'm not saying, well, let yourself hit rock bottom, but if you feel like you're really in a dire strait situation, um, the way you can, you know, that's a, that's a detour too. Cause sometimes it's just easier for you, you know, it's just easier for you to play out this worst case scenario, let it happen, and then get in total alignment with what you really want. Then, you know, the the going back and forth of will it happen, will it not happen, will it happen, will it not happen, and then you're you're you know on the fence, right? You really do need to pick a lane. Now, um, the next thing are side doors. Okay, so side doors are when you feel like uh, there's a straight line of what you want. You want this job. Uh, it's funny. I, when I was in New Jersey, I really wanted to compete dancing, in my dancing. And uh, my first partner had gone off to So You Think You Can Dance, but he was off in London and, uh, you know, never to return. And I met this other guy and I was dancing with him. And, you know, he wasn't. I, I, did, I was kind of on a trajectory because he was a good dancer and, you know, and I wanted to compete again and stuff. But there was just something odd. There was something that, like, I didn't feel that that um, that push like I had with my other partners. And I just, I, I was dancing with him and we were, you know, we had learned all the comp- competition dances and we were kind of preparing. But something wasn't right. And I noticed that I was having this intense urge to move to California. And I had never, ever wanted to relocate. Everybody I know and all my family is in you know, New York, New Jersey area. But as I was, even though I was dancing with this guy, I just felt like, you know, I just felt pulled, like California, California, California. I kept hearing, and you know, obviously, you know, you guys know the story. I ended up in California. I ended up, you know, breaking off with that guy and moving up here. And now, what was interesting is that I, the California was the side door to that in that particular category of my life because then I meet this other guy who's off the charts amazing and way better than the last one and so he's you know he's that 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 guy that they were trying to get me to and it took literally relocating 3,000 miles away which was a pretty big side door for that life category now it was a front door for you know other things but it was a side door um for for the dancing so I think it's important to recognize that there's two things Okay, so you're always going to have potential divine delays, divine detours, side doors, uh, because generally universal energy wants to give you the path that's the quickest and most efficient to get to what you want. And sometimes, because they can see that if you're, the bottom line is, if you are 100% in alignment, there is no lag in time. If you are 100% in alignment, there is no lag in time because there is really no, you know, past, present, future. If you're in 100% uh, alignment, you get what you want right now, right? If there's any kind of thing that's out of alignment or things have to configure, right? So um, uh, it was funny, my, my current dance partner and I, we arrived in San Diego the same week, didn't meet for a year and a half, but when we started, you know, you know, so oh, well, when did you get here? When did you? We realized that we got here within a week of each other. 
him coming from Utah area and me coming from the East Coast, right? But he got this really intense urge to leave and go to San Diego right when I was getting this really intense urge to leave um, and go to San Diego from our respective parts of the country, right? So it's fascinating to see how, you know, and there was so many other synergies when you start to really talk and, like, see, oh, my gosh, we were at this competition, the same thing, you know, all these different things. And so there is a lot of, you know, a lot of that thinking up, right? When the timing, when you are in alignment, there is no huge gap in time. But your universal energy will bring you the most efficient version possible. And sometimes what is most efficient, because you have a deficit of something, like when you said, oh, I want to meet the guy, but I want to be 20 pounds lighter, or I want the house, or, I, you know, but I, I meet the guy first, you know, all these different things. It's because they know essence-wise what you really want. Okay? So, you know, like you might want a fabulous house. And your focus, house, 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 house. And, you know, really, if you look closer, what does the house really represent? Well, it represents relationship, love, represents friends, family, feeling safe, feeling joyful, entertaining. You know, it, it, it's a trophy. It's, you know, a symbol of success that you've had. So, you know what? You may not get the money for the house right away because all of a sudden you get the boyfriend, you get your career takes a, a jump forward, you get satisfaction in new friendships that are really meaningful. You get the life that you felt would be associated, would be, you know, would, the, the house is a symbol of the lifestyle you wanted. So what happens is the universe brings you the lifestyle first and then puts the house over top of the lifestyle as opposed to putting you in the empty house that you feel is a symbol of this lifestyle. And then you have to go and sort of, you know, ratchet up the rest of your life fill up the house it can go either way um you know there's that that saying you know build it and they will come you know and under the tuscan sun she got that big fabulous house and then eventually her life caught up to the house but you know it's often the other way around and so um but your energy your your higher self knows how you're going to be the happiest most joyful most aligned most congruent and you may very well see that, you know, yes, I've been wanting this house, but that house is symbolizing a feeling of how I want to feel. I want to feel loved. I want to feel warm. I want to feel content. I want to feel safe. I want to feel uh, like I have camaraderie with my amazing friends. I want to feel a sense of family, you know, union and love. So it'll bring you all of that first. And then, like I said, then all of a sudden it shows up. But now you're not moving into an empty house because your higher self knows if we gave her that house and she doesn't have all this other stuff to put in the house, she's going to sit in that house and she's going to miss a whole lot of opportunities and a whole lot of emotion that she's wanting to experience because she's going to be in this big house that has a bunch of empty rooms and nothing to fill it up, right? So it's a divine detour. Right? It's, a, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a divine delay. And, you know, and then, and then you realize afterwards, wait, look at my life. Wow. I don't even care so much about that house anymore because I have all these other wonderful things that that house is going to represent. Now, when you get the house, it has, you know, a whole lot more genuine meaning and it's not an empty cavern, right? So as you're going through your manifesting projects, I want you to take a look at 
Um, are you having divine detours that you're pushing up against? Are you saying, oh, no, that's not what I want. I, that's, you know, I'm not looking for that. That's not what I want. That's not what I want. Or are you willing and open? Are you willing and open? You know, it's funny. Um, they just reminded me of another story. When I first moved to La Jolla, I was in this one house on one side of town, and um, and the landlord was going to sell the house and everything, so I had to leave. And I waited till the last minute. I said, I was like, no, I'm going to get that. I'm going to buy my big, fantastic house. And I ended up kind of very last minute, I mean, like, day after I moved kind of thing. Uh, my sister actually found a, a, an apartment here for me, a condo. And I was like, I don't want to, I don't want to. She's like, Mari, you, you can't be homeless. You got to go move to this place. So I moved to this place I didn't want to be. And I said, I don't understand it. I don't understand it. I should be, you know, I should have bought this new house. I, you know, and I was, I was like, you know, kicking and screaming and everything. And I realized I went to something said, uh, relax, go get a pedicure. You know, so because I was in this new neighborhood, in this new condo, I went to a new place and just went to this, you know, manicure shop and um, just away from this new place, you know, and I was just like trying to find some breathing room. And uh, <laughs> it was funny because I went and I sat down in the uh, pedicure chair and this girl was sitting next to me and she says, uh, so we're chatting, we're talking about San Diego and how great the weather is here. And um and I said, you know, and we're talking about pedicures. And I said, oh, yeah, you know, when I used to ballroom dance, I used to get a pedicure every week. Now it's like, uh, you know, you know, every month or so. And she looks at me, she goes, oh, you ballroom dance? I said, oh, yeah, you know, I always, you know, I competed. I love ballroom dance. She goes, I'm a ballroom dance teacher. And, you know, I competed. I'm like, oh, really? Are you kidding me? And she says, no, I'm not kidding. I said, where do you dance? And then she started telling me the studios she was at. And, well, come to find out. Uh, they were having, she says, oh, I want to invite you to the grand opening of this studio. You should come and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, that would be amazing. And I knew beyond a shadow of a doubt at that minute that God had just given my dance back. I just knew because we, and we, come to find out, she had a German shepherd. I had a German shepherd. Her father was in the service. My father was in the service. You know, all these, she had horses, I had horses, all these different things. So we became, you know, good friends and still are to this day. Well, that studio that she invited me to is where I met my current dance partner, and, you know, and on and on and on. So it was like I was, the divine delay was, the detour was putting me in a condo when I wanted to buy this house. And I didn't. And I was kind of slammed into this place I didn't want to be, path of everything else I ever wanted. And it was just, it was complete, you know, and when I say I was fighting, and I'm willful, and I know all that energy, right? So I know how to be willful in it, you know. And I was like, no, 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 you know. And I mean, my family had to, like, wrestle me to the ground. And um, it, it, it's amazing how, you know, it just worked out, and it was the best thing that could have ever happened because it, it just, they put me on a path. So always know your higher self is like a periscope in a submarine. It's the, it's the camera that comes up out of the – out of submarine and it sees over the horizon and it can see way further than you. You're down underwater and it sees up and above, right? And it can see all the way around, 360 degrees. And it's seeing the path of most allowance for you or path of least resistance. Now, if it, it's going to pick the path of least resistance to what you want. The resistant part will come in when you start balking at the path because it doesn't look like you think it should look. 
Oh, I was working on manifesting this thing. I was going to go from point A to point I don't want LMNLP. I want A to B to C. And they're like, oh, LMNLP is not a bad thing. <laughs> and, you see the, and, you know, it, 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 neither is QRS. QRS is pretty good too, but you're back at C. You have to be at C, but you're going to miss all these other great letters. And you cannot build anything with just three letters of an alphabet. You know, you need more alphabet. No, I don't want it. I want this to this to this. I don't want all the alphabet. I just want these things. You know, and I fight. I was very willful. And when I finally, when they finally just took me by the throat and rushed me to the ground, and I finally had to surrender, they surrendered right to the right place. And I was like, okay, now let's take, you know, let's put her over here and give her a lollipop and pet her head and shove her over, you know. And shove her in front of it, everything she's ever wanted, right here in that in this side of town. So, as you're going as you're going through this, I want you to evaluate. Look at your processes. Look at your different manifesting projects. Are you getting in the way? Are you potentially perceiving detours and side doors as things that are slowing you down when they're actually hidden accelerators to what it is you're desiring? Now, the other thing that happens, and this will be the last thing, and then I'll take a question or two. If you want to call in to ask a question about all of this, you can call in at 917-889-2626, 917-889-2626. Okay, so the last piece of this I'll, I'll mention, to just see you have it in your hip pocket, for something is about to come from the energetic form into the physical. We talked about this in my, my alchemy classes. As it's transferring from energy into physicality, you will get in your own life a lot of times a lag where it seems like it's not going to happen. You'll be on the, on the way as building, you'll be getting all these signs and signals and synchronicity steps to take and take the step. And, oh my gosh, it's here. It's almost here. It's almost here. It's unfolding. I see it. It's, I see it. I see it. I feel it. I feel it. I feel it. I feel it. And then it's like, wait, all the signs stop. The synchronicity seems to stop. The forward momentum seems to stop. It feels like the creation is like you're missing, like, like it's not going to happen. Everything seems to go like silent. But what's really happening is it's the point of transfer from the energetic into the physical. It's kind of like um, if you had subway and the train is changing tracks. If you've ever been on the East Coast and you're on the train and riding the subway, and, you, and, and when the subway changes tracks, the lights and the cars go out because it's changing electricity sources. It's changing over from one source of electricity to the other. So there's a, there's a, there's a transfer point before it reconnects, and then, you know, it slows down and it transfers over to the other rails, and then, you know, the lights kind of go on. They flicker on and off because it's changing power sources, and then it goes, and then, it, then all the lights come back on, and it speeds up again when it's all straight on the new track. That's what's happening with your manifesting. So in addition to these divine detours and these side doors, the divine delay could be your uh, divine delays. The other type of delay is a divine transfer, where it's transferring from the energetic into the final physical form. Okay? This is where so many people spin out start reading their circumstances as it doesn't happen for me, it happens for everybody else. They go into victimization mode. They go into cause and effect mode. They give up. They throw in the towel. Oh, I need a new modality. Oh, I need to go find somebody else. Oh, I need another magic bullet. Oh, her stuff is crap. Oh, his stuff doesn't make sense. Oh, I spent so much money and I'm not getting what I want. Oh, it's just, I'll never have it. My mother was always right. All of that. Okay, that's what we get. 
and it wasn't had nothing to do with that. It had to do with it's transferring and from 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 energy into matter, and you need to just kind of shut up and let it come. <laughs> That's really kind of what happened. Uh, you just have to stop the belly aching and you got to allow it forward and that's what we call allowing it to load in okay when you buy an app in the app store you have to click the button buy and then it starts to load in you approve it and it starts to load and you see that little circle come on all the way around and when you wait for a youtube video to load in you can see the thumbnail but you can't see the video yet it's, it's buffering it's loading in you're not sitting there banging on the thing the mouse okay uh you're waiting because you know you're allowing it to load up before you try to use it. It's the same thing with these manifesting projects. Okay, so um, I think that's good. I think there's a lot for a radio show. <laughs> that's a lot. That was like a whole real class. Uh, but it's important. It's important stuff. And I want you to be successful. So I want you to, you know, follow the show, call in, check us out on Facebook. Let us know how this is working for you. And um, now I think we have a caller, so we will take uh, Tamia. Sam, if you're ready. I don't know if you're there. But... Hello? Hello? Hi. Hi. Tamia? Hi. Hi. Do you have a question? Not working there for a um, Hi. How Wait, are you? Wait, I couldn't hear you. I'm good. What's your question? question about just um, I've just been feeling kind of stuck with kind of like I'm not really ambitious right now about or motivated to kind of move ahead in like a career or anything like that but I need some kind of change like to get get out of my current um, my current job but I'm just I'm not really I'm not really sure what like the next step is to kind of move towards that Okay. And so um, yeah, the question just, is? Um, just what sort of, like, is there anything that I can do to kind of push towards, like, a different career or um, to get myself out of this one? Or is it, it's just not like, a, is there not, like, a good timing for it? Or, um, yeah, just trying to figure out what to do with next make a change um well i think the first thing is to you know there's nothing that's going to make that change more than your own energy being invested in it and clearly your energy is nowhere near that kind of um transition point so i think the thing that's important is to take a step towards answering your the question what is it that you really want and what would make you most happy what would make your heart sink and that, you know, that's a process, obviously. But once you find the energy of that, then the transitions and all the things that we're talking about on the show, that then that becomes more available. But, you know, just like the way you even started your question, like it's like kind of asking for, you know, fish in a really low tide. You know, it's like the, the ocean is pulled way out. It's like, okay, I want to go fishing. Well, you kind of can't because the, the energy in the water isn't there. So that's really up right. to you as far as, you know, like kind of stepping in and saying, okay, I'm going to let myself dream here. I'm going to let myself and give myself permission to think big, to think, you know, okay, it's all on me. I create all of this. So nothing's happening to you. No, you know, universe is waiting for your command, if you will. 
So, um, so if you don't change anything within your energy and your frequency, no, nothing will change. However, it feels to me like you're just looking to rev up energy to make those decisions, you know. And so sometimes the way we rev up energy is we get ourselves as miserable as possible in where we currently are so that we kind of get our backs up against the wall and and say, okay, that's it. I can't take it anymore. I will change. And then you, like, invest the energy. You kind of want to avoid doing that. Obviously, it's, you know, too much on the adrenal glands and all that kind of thing. But what I would suggest is that you start to – I would get a journal and I would start to give yourself permission um, you know, get out in nature and ask some questions. You know, what's, where can I be the biggest contribution? What would make my heart sing? You know, what, what are my passions? What are, you know, where is it that I really want to be next? And then ask to be led. And you'll start to get, you'll connect. Because right now, the reason why you're not getting answers is because you're kind of unplugged, you know. So it's not something that yeah. just sort of happens to osmosis. It's just plugging back in and being willing to, invest in that energy to go forward. So I hope okay. that's helped a little bit. All right. And um and good luck with that. Okay. Thank you, you very much. You, you okay, too. have a great night. Okay. So um what was I gonna say? Okay. So when you are looking at uh your world and uh, that was actually, you know, her question, you could feel her energy was checked out, right? It's like, oh, well, what, you know, it's kind of not connecting in. It's really important that you have the courage to take a stand for yourself. The energy cannot go past your command. That's free will, right? So if you're commanding it to say, well, I don't know, I'm going to wait for something to happen, what you're going to get is just a holding pattern until you say, okay, I would like to try this. And if you're not at a point where you can make a, a strong choice, then come ask, where can I ask the question? Where, where could I be the most contribution? Or what could I, uh, what would make my heart sing? Or what would be the best for me now? Or where can I uh, be the happiest? Or, you know, what stepping stone is available to me? And breadcrumbs will definitely start to show up along your way. Absolutely. Um, Okay, so I think if we don't, do we have any more questions? I don't think so. Um, I think we're going to end for today just because I'm going to follow the energy with this one. I think we have a lot for you to work on. Um, Again, if you'd like to uh, join us for our class tomorrow, send me an email at support at ahamomentsinc.com. That's our personal alchemy class for advanced light workers and we take what we're talking about today to whole new levels and we're going to be channeling a new class tomorrow and for the next three weeks and we'll get you the recording of the first class as well plus there's like a little discount on that as well and also if you'd like an application to study with me in the advanced mastermind i would love to hear from you so you can send us an email at the same place support um, at ahamomentinc.com and you can visit us at theahaway.com to take the quiz and see what else is new in our AHA community. So we will see you back here same time, same place next week. And I will end with my motto, which is, you truly can have exactly what you want. You absolutely deserve it too. And in this new energy, anything is possible. Take care, everybody. Have a great week.